0: Uh, so I guess uh, normally when we start these things, there's a there's a bit of a fancy introduction. I also see that everybody came prepared with uh, with horror themed T-shirts except me. Uh, we've got a yeah, we well, pinhead. We got the last, last drive in. Last yeah. yeah. Last and the best I could muster is the the rat anatomy poster uh, over my shoulder.
1: It's, it's fair. Yeah. It's and fair. it's I'm falling Falling
0: off the wall.
1: It's falling down. I don't I know. Wonder if it's, I'm going to slowly watch it fall down all <laughs> the way down through the interview.
2: Every week, it gets a little bit further. You know, I was, I was,
0: <laughs> I was trying to think of a clever way to start this and, and and find a place to drop in, but I think I'm just gonna we're, we're just gonna play it. Well, and and uh, so this is the episode, guys. Hi. Oh, uh, all right, we're on. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, This is a a surprise bonus episode of We Watch Shutter. As you guys are aware, uh, Michelle and I are trying to do some things, branch out and expand the ground of the podcast. Uh, But also, whenever we try to do something outside of the rigidly established framework of what we do, everything's kind of chaos. And so Mm -hmm. here we are. Uh, My name's JD. Michelle, are you with me? See, I don't even ask the questions right this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah michelle's here and uh special guest joining us here today uh uh part of uh of good cops entertainment uh responsible for a youtube tv show some of you may be familiar with called good cops also responsible for a, mo- a, a movie uh or at least co-responsible uh for a right. movie that we, <laughs> we reviewed here recently called i had a bloody good time uh at house harker Derek haugen thank you so much for joining us
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. I uh, actually am a huge fan of the show, so well, we this appreciate is, this is actually that. actually fun to to be on it. So, yeah, it um, was, I love uh, Shutter as well. I watch Shutter. <laughs> it's it, and, it's uh,
0: part of the it's, and yeah. it's, uh,
2: watch yeah, okay, the, sure, yeah. the
0: single best thing that came out of the pandemic era for me was uh, spending a lot of time at home and finally dropping that first five bucks or whatever on a month of Shutter because I've I can't stop. It's uh, it's it's fantastic. <laughs>
1: It's insane that they don't give you a free subscription. Do we, what do we, well, do we, how do we, how do we start get a this? petition? Do we do? <laughs> yeah. well, we do, I'll sign we it. Do I'll is
0: sign is it. We start, <laughs> uh, we start branching out and talking to yeah. more people like, like there you, you and uh, getting some more ground underneath us. Uh, so uh, yeah. So Derek reached out to us on, on Twitter a, a while back uh, and I, I saw the photo on his Twitter profile which was the poster for I had a bloody good time at House Harker. And this movie had been sitting on my I need to watch this at some point list for a while, uh, just based on the descriptions. See, what happens is like most people, uh, I will often just get caught spending an hour and a half scrolling through my options rather than actually watching a movie. Uh, and so nice. I have to, I have this list, uh, and and so That's I thought better. well, I was like, now I gotta, now I definitely gotta take a moment to check this out. I'm so glad we loved it. It was a great, fun movie. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on that, but uh, tell us a little bit about uh, just the backstory of of I had a bloody good time at House Harker. Why did good cops decide to do something uh, in the the horror vein? And and uh, was everybody involved? Fans because this is a movie that clearly was made with love by people who know and appreciate this type of movie. Give us a little background and the story about the film.
1: Well, we we started, um, uh, I guess, our Good Cops Entertainment from just on a whim uh, shooting a one-off of an episode called Good Cops. Um, And then we created the YouTube channel, Good Cops TV. And that came about um, one drunken birthday party um, where we were talking about uh, '80s uh, cop movies on how ridiculous and over the top these characters are in these movies, um, but but in the '80s it was it just seemed right, you know. But in reality, all of them would be put in jail, and oh, um, and, and 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 but yet all of them thought they were good cop, you know. They they murder people, they they would do these crazy revenge things, you know, um, like lethal weapon movies, you know. It's like you can't do any of that. That's it's a, a lot of paperwork. And, and, uh, so we, we were just joking and goofing off about that. And I remember Jacob, uh, he plays Nikki, um, Jacob Givens in Good Cops. And he was just had this scene where he was talking to his wife in the kitchen. He's like, damn it, honey, I can't do the dishes. I'm a good cop. And he slams his <laughs> hand on the fridge. And, and then that was it. That was, and we couldn't stop talking about those characters for almost two years until we finally decided to shoot an episode. And shooting that episode, it it got some views and uh, a company called Machinima reached out to us and said, if you continue to make these episodes, um, we'll promote it. And we're like, "Uh, okay. And so that's kind of how it got started. And we had like the first episode is just a one off if you watch it. And and then we had to come up with a story (laughs) of where, where this goes. We had no idea how how it, it, where it goes or how it ends or anything like that. So we just kind of started writing this story and ended up doing eight episodes. And then machinima ended up picking up, uh, season two and, uh, and, and put it on their channel and got a little more views. And then we did another web series called tumbleweed, which is kind of based off the red dead redemption uh, video game. It's about a, a gamer, um, goes into this video game and, uh, he's swearing all the time and he's he's killing people he's and he's he's trying to have sex with all the girls see nudity and he can't get to the next level until he starts playing the game you know Ah, okay okay (laughs) and and so that and that also got a little bit of attention and then one day we were at a poker game and i pitched an idea for another web series about uh these brothers and they were like the descendants of the last you know vampire hunter and each episode would be a new adventure, you know, like they, they're dealing with werewolves or they're dealing with vampires and, you know, the mummies and all this. And, and they, the, the, they were going to have like a museum like in their house and people would come and visit and, and they would tell the story of what happened with like an artifact or something like that. And, and then we and then that just turned into this whole pitch meeting um, during the poker game. And, and, uh, and Clayton, I remember standing up, he's like, oh guys, this is not a web series. This is a movie. And then that's when we really started to hone in on, on the brothers and Ned and, and all these other characters. And, and uh, we it took about two years to really get to a script where we really liked, and we were pitching it to, you know, other companies and no one was biting. <laughs> and so we're, we're like, you know, fuck it fuck it. You know, we'll, 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 you know, we'll shoot it live, you know, uh, we'll do it ourselves kind of thing. And uh, Clayton actually was the one that, that, uh, had this you know speech we were at a restaurant and i don't think he was standing on a table but I, I felt like he was because he had this beautiful speech and on how we should go out and do just it.
0: quickly clayton is your director correct
1: yes clayton cogswell is the director Noel Carroll uh is uh actor producer he he's the one that goes out and does all the, the boring meetings and the business side of it. And you know, all the things. That
0: Everybody needs <laughs> one of those people. And God bless you that it doesn't have to be. Uh, one, right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: I'm horrible at it. <laughs> uh, but Noel's really good at it. And, and, uh, and so we were, so then it was, you know, how do we do it? And um, everyone knew I, I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin and, and I, I told them, man, if we could get out there, we could get everything for, great you know locations mm-hmm. uh, everything and and that's what we did we ended up shooting the house it was my dad's um it was him and his partner owns this the home they, they basically buy these homes and then they pick them up and they flip them sure. this was in the you know transition period at the time and so we we did a location hunt on all these places in wisconsin and we 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 ended up going to my dad's house at the last one and we're like well this is perfect <laughs> and and it was like literally two blocks away from their their other home in washburn so we had crew and an actors stay in that house and the actual house harker house and uh and we flew like you know or drove uh, like 21 people from california to wisconsin and we were there Ooh oh like almost three weeks and and we shot it and then we we went through three blizzards so we ended up shooting unfortunately we had to shoot a lot of stuff in california too so that our budget kind of ballooned up a little bit because of doing that there were a lot of things See, so we, we shot like 60 percent of the movie in wisconsin and then 40 percent probably in california but it was supposed to be like 80 to 90 percent shot in wisconsin mm-hmm. um, but, going through three blizzards that's going to shut down some yeah time. uh well i
0: mean yeah we're uh we're we're fargo north dakota folks here well uh, michelle I, I have to i'm minnesota minnesota person go inside, thank you very no, much. i know i know exactly how those winters go but uh oh, no yeah. uh uh-huh. i had so much fun with this movie i think what i like about it is like i said first of all it it uh it very clearly was made by people who know these kinds of films are familiar with these kinds of films, but I almost feel like ultimately having to go that more DIY route and, uh, and, and put everything together on a, on a much more indie scale. It, it has this feeling about it. It has that, that, that perfect sort of like ephemeral indie thing, right. Where it it's, It's obviously a lot of work and skill and craft went into this, but it also comes across as like, this is something you could do too, right? It it has that sort of vibe to it. Like you don't need all of what you need is the ambition ultimately is, is what you need. And I I really, uh, I I just, I had a lot of fun with, with with the film. I'm so glad we finally got around to,
1: uh, to checking it out. Thank you so much. I think also you have to be a little naive. Oh sure, um, <laughs> not, yes. not knowing what you're getting yourself into, and we were definitely a little naive, and and, and we were coming off the. Uh, actually, I was talking to Clayton, <laughs> the director, uh, like a couple months ago. We were talking about the, the movie and stuff, House Harker, and and uh, we obviously haven't made another one, um, but uh, not 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 because we don't want to. It's just you know certain circumstances come come into that. that oh sure, stuff. um. You know, usually when you get to make another one, you have to make everyone's money back. Unfortunately, we haven't done that yet. Um, So so he was talking about just, you know, how we went from web series to um, a movie and how basically he said we we went into like like if you like ran a 5K and then the next day decided, you know, I'm going to run a marathon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's yeah. kind of what it really was jump. like it was a big jump you know i think we thought well we've made some web series why not you know we can we can make a feature film we worked on you know other movie sets and and you know we've all worked in the industry in some capacity um so we we know how to do this right and no <laughs> we did not um and and we didn't realize how much work was going to go into it and um that being said we're all very proud of it you know sure. we, we, and uh
0: and we're happy that people keep finding it too. Yeah, it's super fun uh uh horror comedy. I also was especially uh impressed by uh uh this movie has a lot of heart, like especially in the with uh uh Noel's character of Charlie. Uh there's yeah. a there's a genuine heart there. Uh the there's that moment uh early on in the in the film where uh uh and I'm I'm so embarrassed I can't remember the sister's name from the film page page yeah, yeah but uh they have that brief exchange where she almost says a thing yeah. to him that was just like what the bad guys were saying and it like it snuck up on me to be totally yeah. honest like i was not prepared for for that level of of some kind of, of of emotional experience uh but just really impressed every every step of the way through that michelle what were your thoughts on uh, on house harker
2: Uh, I think my opening comments was that it was stupid, but I like stupid. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Correct. It's just stupid fun. I I enjoyed it. It's really hard to do horror comedy. I feel like horror comedy is sometimes harder than comedy or horror because you have to do very well at both of those and uh, most. Horror comedies do not. They excel in one area, and then the other stuff falls so flat that it ruins everything. Um, this, I thought, had a very good, uh, solid baseline to start with, you know, of them being the descendants. Um, and then like you said, lots of horror tropes and lots of little things thrown in. Um, It was clearly made by fans for fans, right? and uh, it was just a lot of fun, and it was really funny. I keep thinking about the vampire just standing at the window, getting the cross put up against him and just hissing like that. (laughs) that I feel like An hour of that—it was so dumb, but I was laughing so hard throughout the whole thing. You're
0: you're 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 laughing with the film and not at the film the entire (laughs) time, as as people will say. Uh, so so much fun. So obviously, uh, like Michelle, and I think that's a big part of why it had sat on my need to see this sometime list is uh as I've gotten older and as I've seen more horror comedies, it's definitely a matter of like, man, I. It's such a crapshoot, and and this one turned out well. So it leads me, Derek, to ask you, um, tell us a little bit about your personal uh, uh, fandom when it comes to horror films. Are you into sort of horror in general? Are you more specifically that B-horror comedy kind of fan? Or just tell us a little bit about how you came into horror movies and maybe that your little backstory there.
1: Well, I was a scary cat. When I was okay. young and I would, but I would, I would watch them because I was a scary cat. So yes, I would, yes, and, me too, and, me too. and, 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 <laughs> and it just like, I remember I, I, I watched it recently, but I watched, I remember children's children of the corn, the original scared the shit out of me watching it now, maybe <laughs> not so much, oh, sure, but when sure. I was, uh, uh, you know, 12 or 13, you know, when I wasn't supposed to watch it, my parents wouldn't allow that anything, any way. I think it was probably at, like at a birthday party or something like that sleepover i don't even remember when i watched it but i know it wasn't at my house and um you know i remember just being scared shitless watching that movie and and uh and i I think that's why and then now that i'm older and stuff not a lot of movies scare me too much more realistic stuff scares me or terrifies me you know i think one of the the scariest movies is like uh the stepfather like that that scares the shit out of me um uh, what's a, uh, is it Henry, the portrait of a serial killer? Yeah. Yeah. I can't even watch that movie. It's, that so movie is too realistic. And, and so even though I appreciate those movies, I, I can't watch them. They're, they're too real to me. Um, so I do tend to, to, to like B movies, I suppose. Um, uh, there's actually one I would like to ask you guys to review. It's oh sure, Winter, Winter Beast. And it is oh like- yes.
0: I have seen Winter Beast. Oh my nuts. God.
1: <laughs> Michelle, we might
0: have to put this one on the list because. I this will
2: is... officially put it on here. Oh, uh, man. Wow, these screen grabs are. Oh, something. Michelle, Michelle, you don't even
0: know. You don't even know. <laughs>
2: okay. Is, yes, uh, I was. Is, Wait, is this to... on shutter? Uh, on, I believe it is, yes. That's where I oh, saw no. it
0: originally, anyway. I'm not sure if it's still yeah. there, but, yeah. It is. Yeah.
2: I, I checked I checked it It actually. is. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, we may we have to get that one on Winter the schedule. <laughs> it's, I always appreciate when a, a movie, I go look it up on IMDb, and it is the length of a full-length movie. This is an hour and 17 minutes, but somehow it still says video uh, below <laughs> it, which is what they reserve for, like, YouTube clips. Um, so I'm like, okay, it's the length of a of a full movie, but you're still making sure people know this is not a movie <laughs> it just happens it, it, to be an hour and 17 minutes, but it is a video
0: in the it's most strict sense, the most technical sense. Yes, it is a movie. But oh, man, it's this I'm is another example of, right of like now. you said, Derek, like uh, like plenty of uh, of uh, ambition, but also oh. maybe a whole lot
1: of naivete and just we're so, just going to uh, do it. It's just do it. And then you're watching it and you're like, you see something, you're like, wait, are they in on the joke? Is it one of the, and I can't go, right. I really can't figure it out. Like, is it one of those movies that's so bad it's good? Or is it like, are they in on the joke? Like, I can't figure like it out. Like the newest
2: I, Children of the Corn. I don't <laughs> know. Like,
1: were they trying
2: to make a So Bad It's Good movie? Because they succeeded I, and I enjoyed it.
1: I gotta <laughs> see that. I got it. That's on my list
0: too. I well, care. it's debatable. It's... it's debatable whether or not you need
1: to see.
2: I really enjoyed my time with it, but I don't know if I was supposed to enjoy You're... the parts that I did I... enjoy.
1: <laughs> I actually did listen to the the non-spoiler review of that one. Okay. And Michelle, are you are you still gonna have a, a theater? Is it for your birthday <laughs> or was that it or
2: <laughs> I, I would really like to because yeah, I've done it before. Um oh, one of my favorite movies is The Lost Skeleton of Kadabra, which is I've tiny indie thing that. where people you, just oh. got together. Yeah, it's so fun. They're like 14 people just got together and went, let's make a movie. And they finished it in two weeks. And it's so funny. It's like a 1950s parody of yeah. uh an alien movie where like a scientist and his wife are in the cabin, and then aliens come down and are trying to interact with them. And it's just bonkers and so funny. So I've done it before of renting a theater and just watching movies with friends. And I think next time, children of the corn theme popcorn, Do corn it. on the cob, oh, you, uh, and the lattes, oh, yes. all the corn.
0: Yes. You got to get that movie on your, on your watch list, Derek. It's called the okay. lost skeleton of Cadavra. This is a movie that I found uh, just completely by accident back in sort of the last days of, of the video stores, uh, just browsing the shelves of video store in my hometown had a copy of this. Uh, and I was, you. yes, there you go. Uh, and I was like, okay, I got to check. And it's, it, it, it's so fantastic and ridiculous and a, same sort of thing. Uh, This is a movie where I am 100% certain everybody involved was in on the joke, right? They know oh, exactly what yeah, they're doing right. but because they know what they're doing and they do it as well as they do, again, it becomes laughing with them and not laughing at them and it's so good. You definitely want to check that out. Um uh, uh, so, That's so, amazing. So you're a Shutter fan. We're Shutter fans. That's why we have this show. Um, do you have any any specific like all-time favorites that are available on Shutter right now that you uh, you would maybe like to point to people to besides Winter Beast?
1: I think Sissy is probably the, one of the best movies I've seen for a really <laughs> long time. I love uh, that I film can't so much. Fucking believe people aren't talking about it. I mean, maybe people are talking about it, but I I, I I think when it comes to horror and then also just a social me- message, you know, mm-hmm. which I usually don't like, you know, but I thought they nailed it. I thought it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, so in your face, you know, but it, it was there and, and um, like just the, yeah, the warning signs of how, how social media can be. Right. Bad. Yeah. Um, but it was, and it was just, but it was just so well written, well acted, everything. And then the ending? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, what I, the? <laughs> oh, one shit. of my
0: favorite things about it is—is is, uh, agree 100% with everything you said. But also, like, slashers in particular are one of my very favorite subgenres. Right? I just I, I adore slasher films. And without spoiling anything for anybody, this movie is maybe the first movie I've seen in 30 years that does something genuinely unique and original with the final girl trope. Like I I thought that was so brilliant. It's unique. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And uh, yeah, agreed. All the performances are solid, just a really clever and original uh, take on, on a slasher film. This is actually something that uh, I was just responding to somebody else on Twitter here before we, uh, we started the recording Uh, talking about how indie horror is still a place where originality and creativity is so vital and happening. Uh, I I feel like in a lot of cases, we're seeing some directors who maybe never would have specifically thought to go into the horror sphere, kind of moving into that just because they know there's going to be some more freedom for creative storytelling here. And granted, we're still also seeing crazy advancements in special effects and gore and I don't know if you if you saw Terrifier or Terrifier 2 uh, but some of the stuff these guys are doing uh it's 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 madness but there's there's story and creativity so for any of you people out there uh if you're in this crowd that's complaining about how oh everything is the same and nobody's doing anything original anymore that's nonsense you're just not trying hard enough those movies are out there um,
1: and that's the one good thing about streaming is that yeah, yeah. the movies that you're begging to, for something unique and something original, they're there. They're yeah. on, on a lot yeah. of streaming services.
0: If you're willing to make the effort, they are there. Now, uh, one other thing that I just found out about today, because I'm terrible at research, but okay. also uh, because it might be uh, a little bit more uh, new or under wraps than, than I was even aware Uh, We were talking earlier, and you mentioned that uh, we haven't done a a new uh, uh, feature with Good Cops Entertainment after uh, House Harker, but tell me about Nightclops, please.
1: Nightclops, yeah. So Nightclops is a movie that I I wrote with a buddy of mine, Jason Halls, and he runs uh, B-Movie Mania, and and that's how we met, actually. We we just became friends. He (laughs) reviewed... They reviewed House Harker years ago, and uh, and so I've known him probably five or six years by now, and and uh, we just started, you know, sending messages to each other, talking about movies. I love movies, you know, and I and if someone wants to talk movies with me, I'll fucking talk movies with you, you know. And for sure. And uh, and that's what we did for a really long time, and then I became a fan of his show, and, and I like I watch I listen to all their episodes. It's really, really funny guys. And, uh, and then I, I just, you know, out of the blue, it was like, I pitched him this idea and I I was like, um, I said, Hey, I have this idea uh, about two B movie reviewers, uh, that, you know, run a a YouTube channel and could call it B movie mania, for example. And, and, uh, and all of a sudden in their town, uh, people start dying and this, there's this killer going around killing all these people and, and, uh, and these two idiots, uh, realize that the killer is using, you know, stuff from B movies and they are the only people that can solve the, the, the murder or whatever whatever. And that was like kind of the, the basis. Um, however, <laughs> Jason came back with these amazing ideas, but just blew it up in scope. And then now instead of, you know, a a serial killer it's it's more of a guy it's more of this other being from a different dimension coming in and uh, destroying small towns um and and, uh kind of like you know a night of the comic you know okay where people just vanish you know and and uh but instead of the whole world it's these small towns they just disappear and no, no one really cares because the towns are so small and this this writer Arlen Von Goss <laughs> um, decides to make a movie about it because it happened to his town. And, and so it, 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 instead of it becoming a, a warning to people, it became this cult classic B-movie that people love because he made it like in the 80s. And these two B-movie reviewers um, get an interview with them. And, and during this interview, Arlen kind of loses his mind and says, no, no, this is all true everyone thinks he's crazy <laughs> until nightclops actually shows up in town and chaos happens and they have to use their useless B movie knowledge to save the town. It's kind Excellent. of Excellent. That's basis awesome. Of it. But then it blew up this whole scope. And I teased Jason because we, we, we wrote the movie with a lot of his amazing ideas. And then we, we got a poster and we did a pitch packet and then we were doing the, the, uh, we, were, we did the budget and it came up to like $300,000. And that's still asking for a lot of favors. People were, oh, were sure. still going to have to work for free and, and we were going to have to, you know, borrow and steal a lot of things. And, and I kind of I kind of had a panic attack. <laughs> I was just like, oh, <laughs> like, like well, I, I well, know, how are we going to get this? How are we going to, you know, a, get this money and then how are we going to make this money back? And, and so we're, we, we kind of put a pause on it right now. We, we are considering going back and seeing what we can change, you know. I keep teasing him like if it was just a killer, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> we could have made this movie, you know, and, and, uh, it was
0: totally budgetable before you budgetable. put your fingers in it.
1: Put your fingers into it, but oh. uh, but at the same time, I read the script and I'm like I don't want to change it.
0: Right, right.
1: And and I really I'm really happy with the script. I'm really happy how it turned out. And there's a lot of you know like clips of these B movies that we made up that I would just love to shoot, you know? Sure. And so they're in throughout the movie. And then they use that B-movie knowledge, you know, from a, a clip of a movie or something to, to help help us save the town. And, I like and that. Uh, so it, it would be a lot of fun to make, but it's just, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, A, where I would get the money. Well, I mean, you know, we could do a lot of different things to get it, but it's just, I think the main thing is making it back i think it's hard right now uh for you know indie filmmakers um to make uh, the money back to uh, sure. make a profit it's it's very difficult and and now with uh you know wga and uh, SAG going on strike i think it's very clear that it's just not indie filmmakers that um, have a hard time uh, making money it's actually people that are protected you know they're they're in a union mm-hmm. and there's things that are still so unfair um so very interesting yeah. what's going
0: on right now. Yeah, of course, we always uh, want to take a moment when it comes up to to remind everybody, obviously, we are in full support of everything going on with uh, the Writers Guild and SAG-AFTRA and all of those strikes there. Uh, make sure that uh, you keep yourself aware of what's going on in those situations. Uh, right now, as I understand it, nobody in uh, SAG-AFTRA or the Writers Guild is calling for any kind of public boycotts of anything quite yet as part of the action. Uh, so you're okay if you're still enjoying <laughs> you some films, <laughs> but uh, but just keep your keep your your ear to the ground and make sure you know what's going on there. These are these are the people who make this happen, uh, and the idea that don't get me wrong, we appreciate the people who pay for it, but. The people who pay for it, I think, maybe should be uh, be coughing up a little bit more of what's coming in to those people who made it happen. It's uh, seems like a little bit more of a partnership than the compensation reflects. And also, like you said, just protecting people into the future with all of these new technologies that are developing like Obviously, it's not there yet, but some of the things we've seen with with AI generation of it's content kind of already is terrifying.
1: It's guys, kind of, you know, like a, I'm terrifying. seeing people raising money for their projects and they're using AI posters. I'm like, that's pretty fucking good. You yeah. know, like, yeah, no kidding like I mean, you know, like and people are, are getting money for these things. Yeah. You know? I we, also, for the Nightclops uh, poster, we did it the old-fashioned way. Um, we, side uh, note, by the
0: way, check out uh, if you want to see that poster. Get on Twitter; it's just at Nightclops, I believe, uh, and you'll be able to see that uh, that poster that they have put together as kind of a of a concept tease. It's fantastic. I just love the thought, uh, the just the plot of the movie, the idea involved there, uh, and just uh, you know, you, you getting back out there and, and getting some more uh, some more stuff put together. Uh very much looking forward to seeing where that goes. If you ever do decide uh to maybe try anything related to some crowdfunding with that, be sure to let us know and we'll be more than happy to spread the word to everybody that we Appreciate know here and and do what we can. I uh I don't mean to rush things, but uh but we are getting down to our last five minutes here before oh. Zoom's gonna tell us uh you gotta pay us money. And well, we're oh. We're That's still even- a we're still a low <laughs> a low budget podcast, so. Uh, I Michelle, was just anything- about
2: to say. Well, I was just about to say uh, I have disposable income because I'm not having children, so I can throw that towards crowdfunding. But you're right, (laughs) you do have to pay Zoom otherwise. So you can either have a longer interview now or you can have crowdfunding for your project. (laughs) Dear
0: Zoom, dear Zoom, let us buy these long meetings one at a time. All right. I know.
2: (laughs) I could go on a rant because I'm like, I just want to pay for like a two hour meeting once. I I don't want to pay $200. You can't do it.
1: I didn't know that. Come on. Uh, well, I don't even want to give Zoom a, a time or day. For, <laughs> so I, we only have five minutes. I do want to say uh, Neil Fraser actually did the Nightclubs poster. Mm-hmm. Um, we we hired him, um, and uh, he, he was he was amazing. Um, he was very affordable, um, and uh, so if you're an indie filmmaker and his uh, uh, I think it's just Neil Fraser. Uh, I believe so. Neil Frazier, seventy-eight. Um, if you yep. if you want to. Uh, Look at the, the work that he's grab. done. He is, am- he, yeah, grab it. He's amazing.
0: Not to uh, not to be too, uh, uh, too embarrassing, uh, maybe or anything. Well, I guess you probably wouldn't be embarrassed by it. You put it on the Twitter, but if you want an idea of of Derek's passion for this kind of project and the stuff that's involved, uh, there's a video clip on the nightclops Twitter of his. Initial fresh reaction to that poster design. That's right, yeah. uh, and it's 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 very heartwarming and awesome just to see that that kind of spark of joy where where an idea that you had and you see it's like man, not only did we this idea come together but somebody else also got it immediately. Mm-hmm and mm-hmm. was able to latch in and translate that into a vision and just that even those early steps, that's the, that's the kind of motivation you need to, to keep pushing to make those things reality.
1: I was definitely on the fence uh, posting that yeah, <laughs> but man, it's, it's I fantastic. decided to do I'm it. I'm so glad you did. Yeah. I think it was very sincere. And yeah. you know, I think that's, and I mean, and I do, I do, I love movies. And if I get the opportunity to make another one, I'm going to do it. I have a family now, so it's a little, different you know I have, I have three kiddos and married and and uh so well, whose fault is that derek. well
2: <laughs> mine
1: somehow <laughs> it's always a matchmaker <laughs> <laughs>
0: well before, always my we, fault. before we wrap up then derek uh just uh anything that you've seen recently whether it's a shutter release or a not shutter release anything you've seen recently like maybe in just the last couple of months that you've really enjoyed something new that really kind of struck you as fresh and original and enjoyable
1: um, I last night I, I watched uh, Annihilation which Okay. is a weird movie it's, I think it's on Netflix Yes, the, the Natalie Portman one right yeah I was like yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know what to think of it and then all of a sudden I'm like I think I like this <laughs> and, and then it was just and it just kept getting weirder and mm-hmm. weirder and weirder and
2: yep. I thought it was really interesting Yeah. uh, It's based on a book. I just bought the book, but I haven't read it yet. And I'm very excited uh, for
0: it. I believe the same guy who did uh, Ex Machina and Men.
2: Yes. Uh, Alex Garland
0: is his name. And look, I got to tell you, when I I saw that movie in the theater uh, and uh, to be totally honest, that was a movie where I walked out of the theater and I just immediately said, somebody's going to need to explain a couple of things to me because I am not sure what I just saw. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a fascinating film. Again, another fresh original take coming through those kind of horror and horror adjacent channels, uh, as we like yeah. to talk about. So,
1: And then on Shudder, I watched uh, recently Possession, which I, I, that's a movie where someone's going to need to fucking explain. What want <laughs>
0: it's that it's uh, oh, that, that movie that was, is something else. And I'm glad I watched
1: it on the Joe Bob uh, last drive in. Yeah. Uh, even then, I was still confused. Awesome. Well, Derek, right. uh,
0: thank you so much for joining us on our our, our, our podcast here today on we watch shutter. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking with you more on and off, you know, stay in touch through the Twitters and everything. Yeah. Let us know how things go uh, with nightclops.
2: Michelle, do you have any any last words you'd like to add here? thing i can get through in less than a minute unless we're going to end this like host ends and it's going to be just like cut <laughs> off right when we get to the good parts. so
0: right now, on well in that case check i, out I prepared
2: this. a list of questions but i knew you were going to have better questions so mine were just on the back <laughs> burner so we're good thank here, you for here, being the interviewer prepared, i'm Michelle. just
0: here <laughs> Guys, thanks. check us I out on all the, uh, four of them. Uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at WeWatchShutter. Check out wewatchshutter.com. Go watch I Had a Bloody Good Time at House Harker. Follow Derek uh, uh, at Nightclops. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Say goodnight, Derek. Good night, Derek.